What's your yeah. take on that? Do you think that these, I mean, that's certainly been what I've seen up to now would be my expectation from them. But LB, what do you think? Yeah. Oh, okay. I want to hear Kimberly. Kimberly, you go. You look like you were ready oh. to say something. Oh, well. <laughs> go for it, Kimberly. No, I, I do think, I mean, we knew that in, I think it was 2018, Russia was playing both sides of the vaccine debate. They were also playing both sides of Black Lives Matter. I'm sure they're doing, and we just learned not too long ago that China's also utilizing social media, weaponizing it. So, I, you know, you've got the Republicans, which to me are just, dis they're the same as Russians. They're right-wing extremists. So... God only knows what they're doing online. Uh, what I do know, like for instance, I tweeted something out to the anti-vaxxers basically saying, you guys need to be left behind. If you're not gonna take one for the team, you don't get to be part of the team. And that tweet went viral, it went on Reddit. Oh my God, and it's got oh, like, wow. I, the last time I saw it, it had like 66,000 likes and I got all this hate mail from it. And it was hate comments, hate mail. And of course what they were doing was using gender calling me a whore and a slut and you know they weaponized it they took something totally and they weaponized, weaponized it. it yeah yeah and so i think it's only going to increase and so not only do we have to deal with right-wing extremists in this country whether it's the proud boys or any of these groups and whatever they're doing online we're also dealing with foreign adversaries that are helping to make it even worse so it's not even over in their country but their whole goal is to destroy democracy. And yeah. it's frightening because we're all on it. We're all on social media. We live on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is, yeah. I, absolutely. I'll be, go ahead. Go ahead. A, I, I think that's a great segue into, do, are we gonna talk about the Arizona? Um, yeah, we can talk, I mean, we can oh, talk about God, anything. So yeah. I have to take a break in a bit, but no, 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 let's but, talk about that and we'll yeah. talk about Scavino, then we'll take a break. But go ahead. Yeah, okay, great. <laughs> I just wanna say, we'll come back and we'll talk about this, but the, you know, I think everybody needs to, and, and I think it was our, our buddy AG that was like, stop making fun of this Arizona mm. audit, you know. That was a good tweet. And, yeah. and I, I've been trying to raise the flag as well, and yeah. Troy did as well, of like, this is a data harvesting in a way that mm -hmm. is really infringing on our privacy, and no one's standing in the way of it, and we need to, we, this is a real problem. You don't want these, you know, it's who who is the information getting, this whole audit system is allowing one political party state by state which then the, you know they felt pushed up to the national party that mm -hmm. is also embedded with domestic terror right now to have mm -hmm. our names our addresses how we vote what like if there's emails on there or anything else or just your physical address you can look you can it's not hard to get to people's ip addresses it's not hard to get to their facebook profiles it's not hard to get to the core of their data and start really Flocking with people's minds as well as terrorizing yeah. people if no. they are folks mm -hmm. like us that have a real voice. And we already right. face a lot of terror. Kimberly's telling you about the kind of stuff that she gets. I get a tremendous amount. Zev, you get a tremendous amount. You know, and we're still out here doing this, not because we're brave or anything, but because we kind of, right. I don't know, you get a little tough skin about it. You get a little thick skin about it. I don't know why, but you get a little thick skin, but yeah. it doesn't make it any less dangerous for us. Mm. And for that to then go and be spread across anybody who vote, doesn't vote the way that this domestic terror party wants you to vote, mm. and they can hunt you down, I, I, I don't like it. This is not. Yeah. This is this is very bad ingredient in the stew mm -hmm. of autocracy, right? And this it's, is not. Yes. 
it's not theory. This We know they do this. We know that in right. 2016, yeah. they took people's Facebook accounts, they profiled people, they compared that to voters' roles, and they targeted people on a psychographic level to amp up the fear on their social media. This is what they do. This is how they won 2016. Now they've got all this data from all these Democratic voters in Arizona, and now they want all this data from the biggest counties in, in Texas, just Democratic counties, just the urban ones. What are they doing with that data? They're obviously going to use it to um, you know, attack people with psychological warfare. It's a significant thing, and we can't let it slide. You're absolutely right, LB. That's, no, yeah. And Kimberly, you know, your points are exactly, they built so well on each other because you've got the social media battlefield. It's nothing other than a battlefield. We are at the front lines of a war, really, when you're on social media. And now you add mm -hmm. on top yeah. of that the psychographic warfare and the psychographic information. That's a really terrible situation. Yeah, it, really it is. is. I, I want to say this one thing about it, too, is that I know that for some people, when we bring this up and we touch on this area, if you're someone who still thinks fax machines are magic, right? Um, <laughs> that this all sounds like a magical conspiratorial talking. I'm here to tell you that this is the easiest fucking shit to do in the world. Yeah. yeah is that is. If you have data and it's easy to scrape data, it's easy to put it into buckets in a database, in a new, your own database, buy all these different factors, these different. Uh, you know all the different preferences and likes you can put all kinds of things in there you can write you can write lines of code for this it's so fucking simple this isn't magic it's not magic mm -hmm. and it's not conspiracy it's done by advertisers every fucking day this is how mm -hmm. they're able to drill down and get you and you go and you go on a search engine and you want to see you know oh i'm looking for this and all these things that fit your likes and profiles come up for you that's and you love that because oh I just shopped on Target and now this next thing is coming up that is it is guess what Amazon I do want to buy that book next thank you how did you yeah. know how did you know Wayfair that I might need sheets for my new bed okay it's the same and you're having that sale right now oh and you're having this sale right now it's and, and I got it in my email how did I yeah. get that in my email right, or I yeah. got it over my Facebook how did I get it on my Facebook because the software for doing this already exists. Yeah. It's just mm -hmm. different content. All they're doing is swapping the advertising content out, yeah. right? And the database management profiles out for shit that has to do with their dirty fucking politics. Mm -hmm. That's all it takes. It's not magic. It's real simple. These We've had these tools in the marketplace for years and years. Guess who actually, for many of them, provided the funding into the startups so that they could get developed? The fucking Kremlin. Wake up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can go to Facebook right yeah. now. Anybody can and book an ad based on someone's uh. address. And if you have that address from a voter's role and you know that are Democrat, you can feed them any junk you want for as you know, for oh. a buck or two. And it's really simple. It's this is not theory, this is not science fiction, this not is theory. happening. It's happening. We right. can track it happening. Yeah. And you know what? Here's the deal. These bad guys that we're up against, they would be much dumber than we know them to be if they weren't monopolizing in this and now how do we know that they do this because they fucking tell us they do it every fucking day yeah, yeah. it's cambridge analytica so, we know we know it's time we know. it's time to embrace it as truth and reality in fact and not like oh that sounds kind of conspiratorial how do you know right. because one they're telling us and two we could track it and three <laughs> there it is in your fucking inbox that's exactly. how we fucking know and get off Facebook, honestly. I mean, you get off Facebook. There's no reason to be get on off. Facebook. I mean, they're really, I mean, I still have an account, which I shouldn't, so I'm being a bit hypocritical, but I don't ever go to it. But I think, you know, get off Facebook. They are tracking everything. They'll, they'll, re, they'll revitalize your account. I deleted my account yeah. twice and it's still up. 
but they track um, everything you do. You know, they track yeah. everything you do on Facebook, whether you're logged in or not or whatever. They're just they're just tracking you, and they know everything about you, and they'll target not you. Not only on Facebook, they yeah. know what you're doing on your phone if you yeah. have Facebook on your phone. Yeah. They know what you're doing on your computer if you have Facebook on your laptop. Right. They know it's not. It's if that app is on your device, if the Facebook is on your device. They are in the rest of that shit. That's what they do, and this is proven and it's known. So that's just Facebook. Back to the voter rolls, yeah. it's like, this is why it's important to have privacy laws around our data. Mm -hmm. This is why we need to apply our privacy, and especially where it is enshrined in the Constitution, where it, right, in amendments, we need to bring it over and mm -hmm. stick it onto, onto the world of data. It's been long enough, it's been 20 years plus that this shit has been going unregulated, beyond the laws, beyond the rule of law and invasion of our privacy. And it, it needs to stop. We need yep. this to stop. And now. we should shut down Wait, Facebook. Yes. Facebook is a criminal that's organization. Right. It should not be it operating. Is. There's a massive lawsuit that's going on right now that proves that they have just been the most dishonest, terrible organization ever. You can't trust these people. The We could nope. be okay. We'll be okay without Facebook. I, you know, we were okay before, <laughs> we'll be okay. <laughs> It will be better. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Speaking of social media, because we do have one last guy to talk about. Here's Mr. Scavino, oh. the, uh, you know, he's Donald Trump's tweeter, official tweeter, I guess. Yeah. You know, yeah. sorry, he's in charge of communication strategy, um, as they say. <laughs> um, they, so apparently he was tweeting messages from the White House on January the 6th. So that's interesting. And they suggest that you have knowledge concerning communications involving elections and rallies and activities supporting and including the former president of January the 6th. Well, Yes, I mean he was—he's the—he's there all the time. He's—he's he's been with Trump for ten years, so this, he knows what Trump's about. He's the golf guy, he's yeah. the caddy, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it was his past, but yeah, he's—you he know. It'll, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he, how he reacts, and I mean, I, I think they're all going to plead the fifth, but it'll be fascinating to see what happens with these people. I think that you know, again, they're going to say no, and then they're just going to have to go through the whole thing to get them in, whether they arrest them or whatever it is they do to get them in. I'm hoping that the Democrats have a plan to kind of question them in a way that sends them off and, and gets them to answer stuff because I mean, we all fucking know what they did. We yes, know. We all, we all fucking know. And the truth is Scavino really knows what Donald Trump is all about. Yes. And this was really designed yes. to get under uh, Trump's uh, yes. skin because I feel like you're right. I think that this one was the, we're going to just, Ask we're going to fuck with Trump, yeah. 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 We're going to make it really, really uncomfortable because Scavino yeah. knows yeah. everything and they must have you know, <laughs> access to all these documents and they certainly, this is going beyond tweeting. I think Scavino knows mm -hmm. everything like there is to know. Don Jr. grab as well. I oh, do. Could be. I, feel could be. Like, I feel like this is somebody who in, has has Jr. in his comms. It's, and Bannon will, uh, for sure. And I, Meadows. I, I, Remember Meadows was, uh, had that video that yeah, morning? He was in that the Donald Trump time. video, uh, Donald Trump Jr. saying, he's a yeah. real fighter. Let's meet the real yeah. fighter. Uh, yeah. How do you know he's the real fighter? How do you know what he's been up to and how much fighting he's been doing? You know, that's going to be interesting. There's no doubt that uh, that's a good choice. They did a good choice. Now, we've only done like one of the 10 stories I was trying to try and do. <laughs> I'm going to run a commercial break. And on the other side of this, we'll do one more, I guess, because that's... Uh, this is how have. it goes, Kimberly. Yeah, by it's, uh, Welcome to Narrative. <laughs> Kevin and I were laughing about it earlier. I'm like, 
you know what? Like, it's like we're, it, it, we get, we've got 10 things and three happen and that's yeah. it. Yeah. I get to like, this is really, this, yeah. this was meant to be the first block and then I was running the commercial break at 15 past, but now it's, <laughs> uh, it's 10 to eight and we'll be right back. We've got a special sponsor today. We want to thank Mural Guys Canada for sponsoring the brand new mural for our set. These mural guys are awesome. They're easy to install. Wall murals are the perfect solution when you're looking to decorate your home, office, or business. You can add drama to your interior, create instant accent walls, and get a completely new look in just minutes. Peel and stick wall murals from Mural Guys Canada are self-adhesive and allow you the freedom to decorate your home with absolute ease. Just peel, stick, admire, and enjoy. Murals are easy to install, and if you make a mistake, you can easily remove the panel and reapply without any mess. Wall murals are durable, washable, and printed with long-lasting, fade-resistant, eco-friendly inks, 100% made in Canada by really nice Canadians. Have an idea for your custom mural that you want? Custom layouts and design are free. That's amazing. Make your space stand out with a unique wall mural today. Contact Mural Guys at muralguys, M-U-R-A-L, guys, dot C-A, that's C-A for Canada. And if you use the promo code narrative, N-A-R-A-T-I-V, you'll get 10% off. That's muralguys.ca, promo code narrative for 10% off today. And we're back. And this is the mural. It's actually, I, let me see if I can get it up full screen for you. Um, because it took me a while. This was not that easy, but uh, to be honest, <laughs> but it looks very nice, doesn't it? It's it looks, very it's cool. Yeah. World mapish. Yeah. So it's very, yes, it uh, it's a little grown up <laughs> from my last uh, attempt at a set. So I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to have it. And thank you, Mural Guys Canada, for that. We've been covering the Charles Bowsman story, and I promote this. I'm going to do this quickly, and then we can move on. But there's a uh, this, what I believe to be a Russian disinformation agent oh. who was operating out of Pennsylvania for two years, beginning in 2018. And then after the January the 6th insurrection, he disappeared. He ran a new site called Russian Insider, or Russia Insider, which was a you know pro-Putin, pro-Russia, anti-US propaganda vehicle for that period of time. He considers it a movement. He didn't consider it a just an online publication. Uh, he had this barn that we showed you on the show where he held meetings for neo-Nazis and Moonies and anyone else. And then three days before the insurrection, he held meetings on the same day that other people were in town for talking about the insurrection. So he is a Russian disinformation agent or a leader of a movement, as he describes himself, who's taking part in planning the insurrection. And now we know he was also at the Capitol because we have actual video of him at the Capitol. So I'm going to play you some video that we, these uh, open source researchers who, who have gone through every little bit of tape in the entire world, they're so good, but they went through every camera, every surveillance camera, every feed that you could find. And they have tracked everybody that's been arrested basically up until now by the FBI. And they were able to find Bowsman. You know, we, we that was the challenge and they found him. And I'm gonna play you some tapes so we can take a look at at who this guy is and what he was doing on January the 6th. Uh, and this is, you know, the start of this video. Uh, I'm gonna I let it play a little bit because I want people to really see what was going on. The Capitol Police are running away. <laughs> Chairs are being oh. flung. So this was basically what I just told you again. But, uh, you know, you see the cops really running away here. And then yeah. the next thing you see is the first glimpse of Bowsman. And he's he's got his cell phone up because he, I think, was live streaming. He certainly was shooting video, but maybe even live streaming. 
There he is. That's what he said at the arrow. And it's chaos. And that's the shot that they were able to identify him from. Yeah, it's really, really amazing that that camera got that. Wow. That's him again. This is another camera finding him. And he, you know, he's just going around capturing everything. Yeah, he's filming it. That is a Russian operative, I think, beyond doubt, knowing now what I know about him, that he is, yeah. you know, working at least for the Russian Orthodox Church or allied people, but definitely for, you know, possibly I would say for the uh, Russian state. This is not some accidental consultant or some journalist or anything like that. He is, by his own description, the leader of a movement to, you know, end democracy in America, to bring back white Christian rule in America. This is not... Uh, you know, those are his words. These are this is his yes. thing. Yeah. I've uh, right. you know, I'll play you the tape on, on a future show, but I sat through an hour of him just yesterday, just being stunned at, you know, he's a Holocaust denier, he's a racist, he's a pro-Putin, he's very involved with the Catholic Church. He believes America is responsible for forty thousand deaths in Ukraine because of the invasion the Russians, you know, the so Russia invaded Ukraine, that America is somehow responsible for a proxy war that claimed 40,000 Russians. I mean, this is the level of indoctrination that this guy has and yeah. is indoctrinating. And he had this barn because, you know, every online publication needs a barn, even though he represented himself <laughs> as being in agriculture, you know. So, you know, because, you know, I have a barn actually, and every, you know, afterwards we can go and meet and arrange it. <laughs> An insurrection or something yeah. but you know it's like it's beyond comprehension a little bit about why he would have this barn which is expensive for one thing i mean he runs an online publication he's from russia he suddenly has enough money to buy three properties in pennsylvania including a barn he invites the neo-nazis over to to throw their launch party for their for the national justice party and then involved with the moonies on a very local significant level to stop the steal in 2020 so he was out there with the reverend sean moon on a regular basis, trying to convince some good people of Pennsylvania that they should overturn what was a stolen election. And then, of mm -hmm. course, there he is on January the 6th. So, you know, it's interesting as we talk about the whole thing, the whole day has been interesting because we've spoken about Scavino and Bannon and all these other characters. And then you land up with a Russian operative on the hill. It's He's it's in unsettling. Moscow now, too, everybody. He fled. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, wow. He didn't pay his taxes. He just left his house. Uh, and Michael Hayden, who's been doing some great reporting on this, reported, yeah. yeah, Michael reported that they left the Christmas lights on. They had to have their friends come down, take the Christmas lights. Uh, we now know yeah. they didn't pay their taxes. So, you know, he's gone. He's not coming yeah. back, probably. Yeah. And uh, because he's American born, he was the son of a Associated Press bureau chief in Moscow. Wow. He could come to America, kind of because he's American. He's got an American passport. Mm -hmm. He's got his kids an American passport. It's great for the Russian intelligence services or whomever to send him over because he's American. It's not really hard to get yeah. him in here. Just, uh, so, boy, this guy's interesting because, you know, the, he's not alone, obviously. There's other yeah. people attached here, which will come out in the next few weeks. But this is the people that gave us 2016. These are the same people who gave yeah. us 2016. These are the same people who gave us Donald Trump in the first place. And they're still at it. There's no doubt that they're still, Bannon is still in there. 
they're all still in it. They're all Roger Stone, Alex Jones. I mean, you think about the list of people, Rudy Giuliani, we haven't spoken about him today. He's, he's banned <laughs> off Fox News. <laughs> so, I mean, it's the same crowd. And his son. And his Gary Busey looking son. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, I mean, would you ever imagine today that, that Julie would, Rudy would be off Fox News? No, my God, that's how bad he is. He's so, he, I mean, like he's selling towels for Mike Pillow. Oh, it is? <laughs> he's so it is? pathetic. Yeah, on his Twitter feed, he's got like these purple towels from the Mike Pillow guy. I think he has absolutely serious money issues. I mean, I this is the yeah, word on the street yeah. that, that this guy's got none. Yeah. No, you know, he's running on empty. He's a bit crazy. He's got an appetite for a very high-end luxury lifestyle. And he uh, has, you know, he doesn't have any money. He's just used to a way and of Trump life. Trump isn't helping him. So. No, which is interesting because they try to threaten him. <laughs> no, I remember he was working for free. Yeah, yeah, right. Right, exactly. <laughs> According to Rudy, he was working for free. Yeah, no, Rudy, Rudy, there's a world of pain coming for him, and he yeah. knows yes. it. And I don't think, I think he got himself in a situation. He might still have enough relationships, you know, abroad that maybe he can take mm -hmm. off, but I think he's probably going to face some music. We'll see. And this no. guy, he's not Paul Manafort, he's not Weisselberg. He's from that generation of crime families. He is, but his whole deal was to go into the side of of law enforcement, do what he had to do over there, and uh, and which meaning he wasn't in the path to go away if he had to go away. Uh, so yeah. he's not going to put up with that. He's not doing that. Rudy's I mean, not. Rudy will sing every song he needs to sing oh. to stay out of the bulky. Absolutely. You think about <laughs> Donald Trump's world and you think about all these challenges coming to him right now. You think about Weisselberg, Giuliani, Meadows, I mean, Bannon. These are, you know, it's uh, the, the walls are closing in a little bit on this guy. And we don't even know if he's going to get charged for January 6th or any other more serious crimes. It's no, it certainly looks like there's, it's. A, yeah. There's New York State. Uh, let's not Ooh, forget. That's true. Uh, yeah. That could actually be what uh, Garland is kind of waiting on a bit. Um, it is easier for people to grasp that and swallow that if the concern is the American people, the reaction among his horde. They're not going to, it doesn't matter what he throws up, you know, tax fraud's mm -hmm. tax fraud. Right? Right. <laughs> bank fraud is bank fraud. Rip it off charities is rip it off charities. You know, mm -hmm. the money stuff, as much as I think it shouldn't frustrate people, I get really excited about it. And not just because <laughs> it excites me in the, because I know that's how you get these guys, right? And mm -hmm. everyone will want, they'll want what they want for what they perceive to be his crimes against humanity and, and the, the insurrection. Mm -hmm. And it's not that that stuff won't, will or won't come. It's that, you know, Get excited about the fact that, you know, hopefully they're getting him on his lifelong criminal organization that he ran um, first mm -hmm. for Fred and then for himself, um, but always for gangsters behind them. So and that's I, how it's I, done, I right? That's Capone. That's how it's done. That's what. Mm -hmm. That's how it's done, baby. So I, that's how hope. you put him away. But well, didn't, so didn't I, Mary, I love it. Didn't, didn't Mary Trump say, and I'm not sure about this, but didn't she think that Ivanka would turn on her father? Yeah, yeah, I, I think Mary Mary knows. I have the yes. same read on that. I think she'll do a Marie Le Pen whenever she needs to and throw her right, father away. Exactly. However, yeah. she has to throw her father away for her vanity and her vapidness. Mm -hmm.
and to get out of her own crimes. And I don't know what she's going to do with that beard she she drags around with her. But I, 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 you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Moving what's to Israel, there. I think he's going to be spending some time in he's Israel. Out of here. Yeah, he's running he's an office there. So, um, Stignorelli, the uh, the former U.S. attorney who was here earlier this week, said he thinks that those charges for the kids will come before Vance goes, which is oh, coming up soon in, in a matter of months. Yeah. He thinks that's going to happen because he's trying to right the ship from his previous experience of prosecuting Christmas. or not prosecuting. So, you know, it could be <laughs> no, a nice Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> Christmas and Hanukkah in my house. We'll light our candles and we'll turn on the tree. Absolutely. And it'll be happy days here. So I hope everybody in the, on the everyone in the audience can just get excited. Don't be... Yes, it's a gaslight, massive gaslighting going on. Yes, we're being, yes. our brains are being, you know, outraged intentionally and all this stuff. And it's just horrible. So we won't fight. But it is delicious goddamn mm -hmm. candy when these guys go down <laughs> for their money. Yeah. yeah. It's the it's best. True. It's it the is. best. It is. It's so yeah. great. You know, because yeah. that's all they care about. That's the other mm -hmm. part of it. It's all he cares. He doesn't care about right. this country. He doesn't no. care about, he doesn't give, he doesn't, but he cares about that, the, his, con he doesn't want to yeah. be exposed and underneath that he, they really care about their money they really really mm -hmm. do so you know if you can if you can get them on that and get that away from them and you know, you're a fraud you don't get to have this money and you don't get to be mr pretend billionaire even anymore that's a <laughs> win that's a win yeah. across the board absolutely right? And, you know, I say gaslighting because I think people just need to be to see it as what's going on is gaslighting because yeah, right. you can't fall for right. the stuff. You just can't fall for the polarization effort that they're going to try to do for everybody. Now mm -hmm. you just have to see it for what yeah. it is and ignore it. Just move yeah. on. They're going to try to do what they need to try and do, but we don't have to fall for it. You know, you can just walk away or just not look at it. Kimberly, you know, we're, we're, it's almost time to go. So I wanted to give you a chance to talk about anything you want to talk about. Um, and then if you want to promote your podcast or uh, your books, that would be great too. Oh, well, then, you know what, I'll just do that. We didn't get an opportunity to really talk about abortion, but um, since yep. I have right. this uh, platform right now, I did write a book called Peyton's Choice, and it's about a teenage girl, kind of very loosely based on my life. I'd never had an abortion, but she was 17. Peyton has an abortion, and I tried to tie in. Like, I, I got the idea to do this book. I think it was in, like, 2013, 2014, and I thought – what I wanted to do was show a realistic relationship with the teenager where she was dating this really good guy, but the good guy sometimes was a bit of a jerk and he just didn't, you know, he, he came from old school parents. And so how she handled him during the whole process of going through the abortion and everything, I wanted to make a book where young people could read it and kind of giving it away, but there's the story is the story is that she doesn't really have any regrets. You know, she has, the abortion and she doesn't have regrets and then i think it's really important whether this book or anything having to do with reproductive issues that women understand what's going on and not just women men because what i see in like twitter comments is men will say oh you know abortion is so hard and it's the hardest choice a woman will ever have to make and, and in some cases that's absolutely true but in many cases it's not hard at all and we don't want your sympathy. We don't want you to feel sorry for us. Just like when I get comments of hate and stuff like that, and men come on and they're like, I'm so sorry you have to deal with this. It's like, don't be sorry, but just be aware. This is what's happening. This is what comes from a patriarchy when a woman is vocal about whether it's abortion or masks or vaccines or anything, they are hit with slut and bitch and all the gen weaponizing the gender thing. So. That's kind of why I wanted to write Peyton's Choice, just for women, for young women to feel like, 
that they're empowered because I'm afraid we're going to see Roe gone, even though it's basically gone now. That was just off the top of my head. So, And then on my That's podcast, great. I have lovely people like LB. And, and oh, I just had to tell you that on 1-6, while that was happening, I was talking with Greg Olia. Oh, wow. And we really, yeah, we really didn't he's know. He's a good guest. We, I think, yeah, he's a great guest. My people love him. While it was going on, I think I think we knew at the time that it was happening, but we had absolutely yeah. no idea how hardcore it was. But yeah, he was on the show, and so yeah, I just it like was to hard invite... to tell on that day because we it were was. we were live as we well, and it, it just looked yeah. like a tour was happening in there. And oh, it, 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 oh, but oh, oh, it did not look like a tour in the moment. <laughs> The tour. That, no, really, for the camera shots, and then yeah. Yeah. no, it was. It was like clearly invaded, but it also the only pictures we were getting were the Capitol Police moving the guardrails. If you remember that, and letting right. people in, and they were walking yeah. through, and then they were walking out, and it's like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. So we didn't get to see the title. I have to say, we seeing that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I actually tweeted at like three o'clock that afternoon, like an hour after it started, that Donald Trump needed to be impeached. And I think I was probably the yeah. first person to do it that day because that guy was that was a reach. That was a sure big reach that day. But yeah. it wasn't clear entirely how deep and troubling the whole plot is. Even yeah. now we're no, learning we all these details. Yeah. yeah, weeks and weeks later, we were Well, we knew about the planning. We knew about the planning. We knew the violent rhetoric. But they're always planning and plotting and doing yeah. violent rhetoric. Right. It was like, you know. We didn't even get to the six-point plan today, which we were going to do. Like the oh six-point plan God. to overthrow the government. <laughs> like it's, it's written for dummies. It looks like it's written for dummies. It's just like, yeah. here's Donald Trump. This is how you're meant to try and overthrow the government. It's for Mike Pence to to try and steal the election uh, while, he's, while they're counting the votes. It's nonsense. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. But they had it written down, which is a bad idea, you know, if you're going to do a coup, keep it secret. So the, the, the <laughs> yeah. podcast is called Start Me Up, and the books are called Peasant's Choice and The Virgin Diaries. And yeah, Patreon so you can is... Find my pod, it's patreon.com slash start me up. Okay, great. And they find your podcast everywhere. Is that right? Yeah. Wherever you find yours. Yes, everywhere. Uh, and LB, I'm not going to ask you the question again, so I won't ask you the question again, but one day soon we'll have one day not so immediately soon, but in the future, we'll have your next great series for the world beneath. Anything else you want to say? Yeah, my next season. No. No. I want everybody to take care of themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had an equestrian moment on Twitter. I haven't done oh, that right. before. If you guys want to check that out, I'm probably not going to tweet for the rest of the night because I have to get back to work. But, you know, I just, I had a reaction, a very specific reaction to the specific word of Border Patrol using the word safety for the safety and right. so if you read that tweet, know that I'm reacting to that literal horseshit, that <laughs> it somehow was safe for the horse and the rider and the people around right. to make those moves. That those are, mm -hmm. let me tell you, that, that's not about safety. It's fine. So have it be whatever it's about. Say what it's about. Don't play the mm -hmm. safety card. Yeah. No. Right. It's not safe for any of us to yeah. even look at those pictures, never mind the people involved in the horses. And just, I, I have no doubt, as horrible as the pictures it. are, I think that there's a lot of, uh, I have no, it, and as horrible as the situation is, there's a lot more information that needs to come out before anyone yeah. truly judges that. But I don't need mm -hmm. any more information about what kind of, what position they put those horses in. And right, it's yeah. not that I'm standing up for animals over human beings. It's not that at all. It's that don't play the safety card. Those men didn't mm -hmm. even have helmets on. I don't mm -hmm. want to hear about safety. This is cowboy, toxic cowboy culture. Yes. Uh, and if you want to come at me about that, 
Good luck to you. You have no idea what I know about toxic cowboy culture and legitimate cowboy culture and the PBR and all the rest. Come to my doorstep. We will have a chat and I will educate you on, uh, on all that there is around horsemanship. I really will. I don't want to hear it. That is a lie out but of border patrol. LB. And that needs to be, that's what needs to be investigated. Because here's my fear, yeah. just like the magic of fax machines and the magic of data. If people, if, you know, it's just like, the, I'm sorry, guys, I know we have to go off the no, air, but don't. this is my rant. This is my rant. Rant away. This is my rant. I finally found my rant yeah. for this episode. And this is it. So this is the same thing. My fear is that the investigation around that circumstance that they're gonna hear from the mounted patrol that the reason they were swinging their long reign around, you know, uh, roundabout, it's like unbelievable, it right at the horse's fucking face and right and to yeah. the people, right, that that was somehow for safety. Don't just go, oh, well, they must know because it's their horses. Fuck no. Bring in equine behavioral scientists, bring in vets, bring in people like me who have five decades of horsemanship, bring us in. And we will yeah. educate the fuck out of you about how you actually <laughs> treat a horse and the kind of situation that putting the horse in, this is not cattle. These are human yeah. beings. It's a very, very different situation. So what is the training? If you're gonna say this is crowd control training, like the crowd control of the Mounties and our mounted police in urban areas where they might be the front line of riot control, not so that they can take the fucking bottles or whatever gets thrown at them, but because it's a, it's a demonstrable show of force to keep people in line when it gets violent, they get the fuck out of there. But mm -hmm. the horses aren't trained, just like war horses were trained. I had someone come at me because I mentioned dressage on there. Whoever fucking did that, I challenge you to go and read the history of dressage and find out what the fuck a dressage horse is and why the dressage horse moves the way they move and why they are judged by every single one of those fucking moves, right? And how that gets scored and the level of difficulty and why they have that level of difficulty in the first place and what those horses are really capable of and what happens to their brains and why they have to be trained the way they have to be trained right? They have different brains than other horses, even of the same breed and the same bloodline, because they're trained in a very specific way. So in order for a horse to be able to manage a crowd of human beings who are desperate and who are chaotic, right? And the goal is to herd the human beings as if they are cattle, as if they are another herd animal, as if they're another prey animal, rather than a predatory animal with different, the horses are very sensitive. They know the difference. They know the difference of what they're, what the situation you're putting them in. So how the fuck do you train them for that, on that yeah. difficult terrain? Are you bringing human beings into a barn and training the horses how to round up chaotic human beings? I would like to see that training. I would like to see where the license is for that kind of fucking training. Bullshit and, they were trained for this and bullshit that yeah. that was a safety move. That's what I'm talking about. You need you got you got vehicles. Use your vehicles. It, right. it, even if you yeah. don't even if you can't bring the vehicles into that yeah. terrain, yeah. you don't do that with a long rain auto horse mm. uh, to herd human exactly. beings. You do not do yeah. that move. That is the least safe thing that you can do. That is the most dangerous move you can do. That horse will go into fight or flight mode unless it's been specifically trained in that. Yeah. And I want to see the situation. The horses would, well. You're yeah. terrorizing the horses. This is not cutting. I saw people saying this is cutting. Don't come at me for cutting. I'm not an expert in cutting, but I can point to the biggest motherfucking cutting barn and the fucking stock contractors that supply it at the highest level of that sport. Do not come at me with this. I, I'm not that people are, but they were on Twitter. So mm -hmm. this is what horse Twitter needs to rise up. It does. 
It needs to come up and come to the fucking conversation and get in the discourse and talk about how fucked up that situation is from the perspective of care for the horse and safety for everybody, safety for the rider, my God. And then we can get into all the other stuff. I just, I am this way about this because this was the excuse that the border patrol put out on Twitter and then continued to be reinforced and people were reinforcing it, having no idea what the fuck they were talking about. Let me just say that whole whole border situation and the border police have been doing things in the Biden administration, which are sort of insensible. They, it doesn't feel authentic and it feels like it's designed to optically look terrible for this administration and to trap them in situations. And there's a affinity between Trump and that border police that has been well, well, well documented. These things, you know, we don't know for sure what happened at, uh, to cause that event, but there are a lot of questions still to be answered about, about how those uh, immigrants got there. But what you're saying about the horses, I mean, to use horses in this way and to, to use it, what feels like. They have to be trained in this way. It's just absolutely true. just to, just to round that out so yeah. people know, dressage horses know their moves because they were war horses and they were trained in those moves. Why did they have to be trained in that moves and why is that such a very specific discipline? And why are the, the brains of these horses very different because of the training? Because it's going against their nature to move like that. Show jumpers, hunts the equitation, steeplechasing, even horse racing, as abusive as that sport is, those are sports that are within the natural prey instinct of the animal, right? Dressage is not. Dressage is not specifically because for a horse to go into a battlefield and not run away and fight and flight, where they're facing down predators, human beings, right, who, who don't, they know what we are. It's effectively let us on their back in the first place is a fucking miracle yeah. every time, right? So that's why those moves are the way they move. And that training is the way it is, is because it was born out of a, of a use of a horse in a situation where they would normally run, right? Because they have that instinct, right? Because they're prey animals, they're herd animals, and they're the oldest mammals that we have. They're the most ancient. This is Mm. ancient, ancient DNA that through the training, you have to get their brains into a different place so that they can actually do this. I had no idea about any of that, but that's amazing. I'll be thank you for sharing. That's really interesting. It's the same thing with if you're going to put a horse in a crowd control situation, same kind of very careful training. You don't put a green horse in there. Mm-hmm. You don't just grab a rodeo horse and shove a rodeo horse just because you wear a cowboy hat and you're going to go around some difficult terrain and think that that horse is going to be able to manage that situation of herding human beings like cattle. Mm-hmm. And so if they are trained in that, I want to see the training facility. Yeah, yeah. I doubt they're trained for that. If they are, it's be horrific. But how could they be trained for that? And you know, anyone who's been around horses knows how sensitive and you know spiritual right. and soulful they are. And it's you know putting them in that situation is just is just is just human. It's, it's just, just cruelty. It's dangerous. just cruelty. It, it, yeah. If you're swinging yeah. a fucking long rein around, yeah, it's really dangerous. It's Don't say horrible. it's for safety. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's for- not a whip. They're right in that. It's not a whip. It's a long rein. Technically, it's not a whip. But it's, it's not a, safe for it's, the horses. It's, it's not safe for the people. And you no. look you look terrible. The optics are just awful. Yeah. So there's no win out of using these horses in that situation. You're just yeah. demeaning people and torturing horses and making yourself look bad. So good for you for, for ranting on that. Thank you. 
you did a good job. Well done. Uh, I hope I explained that. Well you enough. made it pretty clear. <laughs> I have no doubt in my mind. Uh, so thank you very much, LB. Thank you, Kimberly Johnson, for being here on the thank after show this Friday on Narrative. I hope you enjoyed the show, everybody, and uh, have a great weekend. We'll be back on Tuesday with another Narrative, and we'll look forward to being with you then. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye. Thanks, Seth. Bye, Kimberly. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.